Welcome to Pushrim Life After Injury Podcast for May 31st, 2013, Episode 27, PASC. I'm Ray Pizarro. I'm Richard Bell. I'd like to welcome our audience once again for being with us. On this episode, we have two special guests that are going to be giving us some great information and, and really good resources that disability communities should really uh, know about if you haven't tapped into it already. Uh, Jeffrey Gamble and Eddie Sierra are here. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank, Thank you, guys. Rick. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Uh, thanks for being here. You're welcome. Cool. Hey, so first to start off, just wanted to ask, what is PASC? PASC is abbreviation for Personal Assistance Services Council. It's the public authority for IHSS. IHSS is in-home supportive services. It's a program that pays through the state fund, with state funds, for people that are disabled, blind, or elderly, 65 and years of old and older. And is that only in the state of California where you guys are working out of? Yes. Well, we work, um, we cover Los Angeles County. Oh, we LA covered County. the whole Los Angeles County, um, pu- um, personal assistance services council. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, different counties would have different programs. Yes. Uh, you have another, uh, personal assistance service that is in Orange County. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so you have different counties, like you said. Yeah. And then other states, I'm sure have total different programs, right? Correct. Okay. Now, if someone gotcha. were to try to get uh, started, say, needing to reach out, what what are the kind of steps that people kind of go through as far as finding a care attendant or qualifying for that matter? Well, for qualifying, you have to be, like I said, once again, 65 years old or older, okay. disabled, uh, blind. And uh, from there, you have to be receiving Medi-Cal. Medi-Cal okay. is important because it, like I said, it's a state-funded program. Right. So if you don't have Medi-Cal, you can't receive. That's like your qualifying factor in order to participate in that. Correct. Right? Okay. Uh, yes. Your initiation. Yes. <laughs> cool. I, yeah. Go. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say also, um, I mean, once you get set up and, and uh, do they help you with, with finding uh, care attendants? How does that process work? With with getting you set up with a proper care attendant. To be honest with you, the getting of the caregivers is on you. Oh, okay. You have to find your own caregiver, and you have to. It's important. It's incumbent upon you to hire and train, gotcha. and if necessary, to fire your um, provider. Okay. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So, um, is there some kind of registry that? Um, attendance might, uh, be a part of that, you know, we can select from or, or how does that work? Yes. We at personal assistance services council, we have a registry, uh, that you can go to, uh, to find home care providers. And what we do is we, um, try to link up people that live within a 10 to seven mile radius, um, near you, uh, for emergency purposes and, uh, feasible for the caregiver not having to go for a, uh, long drive ranges because you, the pay is $9 an hour. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. that's, that's kind of falls on their responsibility. You know, right. you, you travel is on, on the person that's helping you out. Uh, speaking of emergencies, I mean, it is, uh, I noticed on your website, there's also a, uh, a backup, um, program. How, how, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, if you want, I'll take that. You're free. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the backup program pretty much works. You know, if you're severely disabled, like myself, let's say for one one day you wake up, 
uh, caregiver calls you, I had an emergency, and I have nobody to, to come. So basically what you do, uh, our program works for people in that situation. What you do, you call us. Um, you know, there's some factors. You know, you got to do the application, and um, you let them know what the situation is. And they'll, they'll send somebody that already knows. You know, they already passed a criminal background investigation. So you're not going to have somebody coming in your house that, you know, you're going to fear. Um, so they already know the basics. So you come in, they, they'll, you know, they'll transfer you, like a person like myself, they'll come in, they'll transfer me, and, uh, until the situation gets fixed, an emergency person, you know, comes back, and, uh, but what you do, you call PASE, our registry, and you let them know that, um, you want to get set up in that type yeah, of you want to get set up, you know, what's your situation, um, you know, it also depends on, you know, also if you, if you need a, a, a permanent person, you know, then that's a perfect place to go. Call us up and we'll set you up. Oh, nice. That's really, really great information. You never know when, when that, uh, your number one option is not going to come through for you, especially yeah. higher level injuries, more severe injuries where right. you're not able to transfer out of your chair independently. Sure. You want to be able to have a plan B, if you will, right? And then yeah. have someone at least come out and see what's going on. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that first caretaker could have an accident right. on her way to work or family emergencies. And, you know, you have to, you can't put all your eggs in one basket, like you said, right? right. You have sure. to have that second. Yeah, yeah especially, you know, with uh, disabilities like spinal cord injury. Right. So um, also, do you guys get involved if there is an issue with a caregiver? Um, do you guys get involved with that at all? Or is that on on the individual receiving the services to deal with the person? You know, say if they, you know, you, for whatever reason, you don't want them any longer. Yeah. You need somebody else. Well, like I said earlier, it's, uh, it's on the consumer to hire, train, and, and if necessary to fire the caregiver. So that's on you. But if you're having a problem with that and some people, de- depending on the disability, um, are, do not have the cognitive ability to do that. So if you're not able to do it, um, we can offer assistance with that, um, and give whoever is your, uh, Taking care of you, we can give them the information how to better handle that situation. That's uh, one of the things that, uh, myself and Eddie, um, do. We do, uh, presentations on how to hire and train your home care provider. Oh, nice. good. Yes. See, that's what we needed to know. <laughs> that's really important because right. you don't want to just pick someone off off the street, right? right and be sure. like, you don't have no idea who they are. Yeah. You run the background check, the fingerprints they check out. At the end of the day, they're still strangers, you know, right. and you want to make sure you have someone that you could count on and yeah. and not fear. You yeah, know, and everybody of, has a different level of uh, care they need, right. you know, for them to take care of. So now, yeah. as far as interviewing that person, where where what do you think it's a good idea to to interview someone? Obviously, not in your personal home, right? For the first meeting, at least, uh, would it be a good idea to have it somewhere else? Or well. I like to say during the first meeting, it all starts off over the phone. Okay. Right. You, um, what we do, um, at PASC, we send out a list of six, five to six, uh, caregivers and you go through that list and you find out who you're, um, who you want to work with. And from there, you call the caregivers and find out who's best suitable for you. And then from that, you go down and evaluate them 
and you do the phone interview. And during the phone interview process, you find the person that works with you, for you, and then you set up a face-to-face interview. From the face-to-face interview, you want to make it somewhere that you're comfortable. If you're not comfortable with having it in your home, you can go to a local Starbucks. Uh, mm. I mean, anywhere that you're comfortable with Good idea. in a public um, setting. Uh, I mean, library, any anywhere that you're comfortable with. So, cool. yeah. That, that, that's a great idea. I mean, that's, this gives you a peace of mind and be more relaxed atmosphere and don't have to worry. And then you get a feel for the person. You know, it's one thing over the phone. Yes. And then their body language when you're actually face to face with the person and you want to make sure both of those, you know, they pass the, yes. you know, the, those two, uh, experiences other, with the person. Other than, um, attendant services, do you guys do other stuff? Um, or is it just all, basically involved with attendant services and IHSS? Oh, actually, um, we we cover a lot of services. Uh, there's a benefit plan for providers. And um, if for some reason we uh, get a provider, right, and they, they need insurance, health coverage, we actually have a great, really great one. It's uh, the health benefits plan. Oh, okay. And, um, well, basically the way it works if they're working more than 77 hours a month and i believe it's uh for more than uh, two consecutive months they they can apply for the health plan and i oh. believe it's a dollar uh if i'm correct wow and it's a dollar a month so you know you can't beat that and it's basically geared you know to to take care of the provider cuz you know they take care of you and if they're not well then you know, you're going to have problems. So that's one of the benefits and that we really, really appreciate. Yeah. I was thinking with the Affordable Care Act passing, um, do you foresee any changes to any of these programs in the future? Um, well, there's always modifications, you know, uh, things, things change. But what we try to do also, we try to have a good link with, uh, what's going on legislatively. And so we can reach our consumers in time and let them know what's going, what's, what's happening. Oh, okay. So we're always on top of it. We try to be. Cool. And then, um, is there anything else about like IHSS? Like help us understand that. Uh, well, one of the things you just asked the question to Eddie, I, um, wanted to touch on a, another thing. Now it's coming down the line, um, within the next, couple of months or so, um, there's going to be a 4.4% cut in IHSS. Uh, there was also a previous cut of 4.3%. It's going to be a, another cut of 4.4%. They were trying to make it across the board 20% cut wow. uh, with IHSS. Uh, and it was a lawsuit filed and the lawsuit um, prevailed. So it's going to be a 4.4% cut. Now it'll be a total of 8%. Wow. So, uh, people have to understand that that those cuts are coming down the line. So one of the things you can do, uh, for those who are in the need of that information, which everyone on IHSS should be in the need of that information, you could go to our website, mm-hmm. um, PASCLA.org and follow the links and you can find all that information on our website. All that detailed um, information yes, yeah. there. And, about and what's affected with the cuts and stuff. Yes, the cuts. Okay. The That's good to know. Yeah, yes. those little updates make a big difference. People don't know, you know, any right. 
you know, that's people's livelihood, you know, and, yes, and it is. a couple hours cut here and there, it adds yeah. up at the end of the month. So it's nice that you guys have these kind of updates there for people to consume. Yeah. Sure. And it seems to me that these programs are really good too, because if, um, these weren't available, then, you know, people with severe spinal cord injuries, I mean, would be what institutionalized or yes, basically. So, and that would be so much more money, yes. but this way, you can stay in the house, and mm-hmm. and I think it's a great program. Yeah, it is, and that's one of the main um, reasons why people want to stay in their own home. I mean, you're more comfortable in your own environment. Absolutely, and yeah. I know I excuse me, I know I am, and most people are. So, the more comfortable you are in your own environment, the better for you. And touching the on the base what you just spoke of about the cost effectiveness. Yeah. It costs much more to put someone in a nursing home or in a living facility, something like yeah. that, out of their home because it's thousands of dollars more and it's uh, hundreds of dollars to pay for someone to stay home. So it's much cheaper, cost effective. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. And also, you know, when you get hurt young also for the newly injured or people that are, you know, young, and it also gives them a great sense of independence. You know, instead of yes. throwing them in the hospital, uh, nursing care facility, it gives people to, you know, to feel good that they could invite friends over, they could invite, gir- you know, their girlfriends or their, you know, family and kind of modify their homes also, you know, to sure. be able to read things and, mm-hmm. And that just, it's a great feeling. You remember yeah. going home and, and, uh, oh my God. Yeah. And doing that. We all do, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the rehab I had at Rancho. Yeah. I mean, there's no privacy, you know. Yeah. yeah f- at Rancho, I had like what three other roommates. And, uh, it was chaotic. Some roommates were a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys been through it. So, yeah. yeah. And also, Eddie, I wanted to ask you how, you know, when you're, when you have that, that attendant that you're trying to, you you guys have to really sit down and talk about patience, you know, being patient with each other. And because there's yeah. everyone's care is different. You know, you can't really categorize a quad as far as helping them or training them how to transfer you, right. move you around. You know, you got to take into consideration different, um, you know, pain issues, flexibility issues um, and things of that sort. How did how was it for you? You know, when you first started, you know, meeting different caregivers, was it? Was it easy? Was it a challenge? Or you know, that's a really good question, and um, and I think that's something that a lot of people that that are on IHSS and they, and they actually call PSC because it's different level injuries. Uh, what we actually started doing is uh, we always tell them we advise people to sit down and let people know. You know, the provider is coming in. This is what you're going to have to do. You know, these are the things that I need. You know, uh, I need to be transferred. You know, I need uh, you know this. Those specific little things, you want to make sure you get them out first before down the road, you're going to be like, uh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, in an emergency you know? situation. So, yeah, yeah, they're going to be like, well, do you want to really want to be clear? And what we actually do is, uh, on the website, we have an agreement and, uh, and a couple other, other, uh, links, you know, that describe, you know, what you should do before your, you know, your caregiver comes in and you hire them. I know for myself, you know, I sit them down and I tell them, hey, you know, this is my level of injury. You know, these are my, uh, you know, the warning signs. If you see this, then, you know, you got to be on top of it because, um, you know, even if you go to hospitals, they don't know, you know, because being a spinal cord injury. And, and I know every disability, right, has their, their uniqueness. Right. So I would make sure that I sit down with them, you know, and I make it really clear. 
Yeah. And apparently you cannot be shy. <laughs> right. Because that will put you in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you got to get the communication factor. You know, you got to find out, uh, do you have experience with bowel programs, with right. your bladder management, all these things that they have to be ready to answer because that's one of the things, even though it might be embarrassing or uncomfortable, it's just part of your independence and right. and safety too because if, yeah. if you get a bad dysreflexia, they got to know how, what signs to look for to try to troubleshoot those right. issues. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's... And I see here you have uh, on the brochure, there's um, a lot of trainings. What's that about? Um, I see um, IHSS consumer training. And a whole list of things. Well, yes. I think it goes back to that question. It's, uh, with race question, uh, uh, the consumer training, actually, what we do, me and Jeffrey, um, we'll do that exactly. You know, we'll have a communication, you know, tips. We're actually going to be do something, uh, a class where, uh, where, for example, what do you do when you first get your, your caregiver? You know, what communication um, and uh, other factors that, that, that you're going to need. So what we basically do is we train them, you know, so you can be, you know, the best provider. I mean, I'm sorry, the best consumer. So when your provider comes in, right. you're ready. You know? You're prepared. So yeah. you're basically training to training helping, us. helping train to train them. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, but everybody, you know, you, you find your way and, right. you know, you kind of ease into your, you know, but at least you have those skills, you know, that, Basically, all the, all the, our experience and added with the, you know, just organizing it, you know, because I don't know for you guys, when I first started off, I didn't know, you know, as far as my meals, you know, now I have to organize it. Okay. This is what I'm eat. Mm. You know, this is what I cannot eat. Right. You know, I got to make a, my grocery list. Yeah. So when they come in, they're like, okay, Eddie, um, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Oh, go to the calendar. I'm going to eat this today. Yeah. So it helps them and. And yeah. they're less stressed out. Right. They're organized. And it's also good to maybe have them do a checklist of sorts, you know, right. uh, as far as their daily duties. Because some days it might be laundry day. Some days it might be, you know, cleanup day or, right. or, or meal times and things of that sort. So it'll help them also come in with a game plan, you know. Right, right. And, and let them know it's not set in stone. Some days you might not feel like having that turkey sandwich. Right. You know what I mean? You want to have uh, some fish tacos or something. And, right. and, or you guys might need to go out and get some, some groceries. So right. being flexible, I think, is key, you know, on both sides. Yeah. Right, right. Also, um, two of the great keys that I um, try to communicate to people is uh, communication is the key to any relationship. The better you communicate with your caregiver, your consumer, the better you're going to be cared for and the better they can care for you. Uh, also, um, preparation. Mm. The better you prepare for something like you were just saying, right? I mean, have a list, right? Have a list of whatever you, what your needs are. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are hiring and training someone, this is the time that you want to go over your list with them. Once you find out, okay, this is the person I'm comfortable with. I'm going to hire this person. Right. All right. I'm going to go over a list with you. Okay. These are my needs. Do you understand them? Are we both yes. on the same page? Right? Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we, that is, that is absolutely correct. Right. So with that, you know, we're on the same pe- page because if you go in assuming that someone knows something, mm. you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. Right. That's why. That's I, when I, you come in with a lot of misunderstandings. Yes. Oh, I thought it well, you meant that, mm-hmm. but yes. no, it's this and. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, Correct. that's, that's really important. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. So see, the, all these stuff is, is really good to know. These little mm-hmm. tips and insider information yeah. is some that our community needs mm-hmm. to, to tap into if they haven't done so already. Mm-hmm. As we get close to wrapping up here, believe it or not, it's, it's, we're getting close to, to our time, but, um, definitely want to make sure people, um, get more information, in-depth information. So, uh, Eddie, what, what the website that you guys are, are at? What, what is your website? Yeah, sure. Um, you go to www.pascla.org. Okay. And so it's up 24 hours a day. We got videos on there. Okay. Um, if you want to download, um, you know, applications, we really get on there. And sometimes that's the easiest way. So when you call, you already got your application and you could call us, you know, if you're having any, any, any trouble, you know, what that okay. says, you call us up. Cool. And we'll try to, we'll, we'll try to help you out. You know, that's what we're there for. And yeah, Jeffrey, any, the, that number they could uh, reach you guys at? The phone number is area code 877-565-4477. Wow. Okay. Sounds good. So there you guys go. Uh, two different ways to get more information if you guys are not interested. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a great, um, great piece of information for us. Yeah. Rich. So. And if you haven't found us on YouTube, we're at Club Pushroom, one word. Um, you can type that in the search bar. Please subscribe. And then also we're at www.pushrim.com. It's our social networking site where we make all these great connections and tap into resources. So if you haven't checked us out, please feel free to get in there and engage and make new friends. Um, we're also on iTunes, you know, check us out, take us on the go when you're out for a roll, uh, put us in your ear and tap into these great stories, you know, yeah, I want, resources. I want, yeah, resources. They're invaluable. Um, and if you want to contact us, you could also reach us at info at pushroom.com. Shoot us an email, show topics, and we'll try to, you know, implement it on our future shows. Eddie had something to, yeah, um, to say. I almost forgot. We got a Facebook now. Okay. So okay. if you guys want to go in there, we also got, we can communicate with us. We got more daily updates. Okay. We'll make sure we put that up on our, on our video and let you guys know. Thank you. Yeah, but we want to thank you guys once again for, for being with us, Jeffrey and Eddie, for, for sharing with our community all that great. Yeah, great. Thanks for your time. Oh, you're more yeah. than welcome. Thanks for having us. And if uh, maybe we'll have you guys again on another show or, or another topic, you know, yeah, that'd be awesome. just on, you know, we kind of ran across a wide range of topics. So maybe on the next one we could. You know, hone in on one of those. Okay, that'll be great. We also have um, something else that um, consumer corpse. That's another topic that we can talk about that um, we're getting involved with uh, at PASC right now. Okay, oh. yeah, could be a great another another episode with us. Okay. So. All right. Okay, and with that, we leave you guys. We want to thank you guys for being with us, and we'll catch you on our next episode. Peace out. See ya. Peace out.